Welcome to the Hire Me podcast. I'm Chris Lynn. And I'm Heather Balsarek. We are excited to introduce you to an amazingly talented professional today. You're going to learn who they are, what they do, and what they value in under 10 minutes. So come elevate your game as we elevate today's top talents. Today on the Hire Me podcast, I have with me Jacob Stevens, a senior leader in mobile application development. Let's jump right into learning how Jacob could be your next new great hire and professional connection. Welcome, Jacob, and tell us about yourself. Thank you. First of all, can I just say, like, what a fantastic idea this is. I'm so uh, inspired. I really love to see where this is going to go. I'm really glad to be a a part of it, just the timing, you know, on my end, that uh, I'm going to be looking for another role. And so I just want to applaud you. I just think it's fantastic. Um, and so, yeah, a little bit about myself. Um, so I've been in the leadership level of uh, software project management, uh, software development for uh, about 16 years now. And I kind of came up on the QA side of things, but I've always gone way above and beyond, you know, the scope of uh, all of my titles. You know, I think you might have experienced this. There's kind of a lot in our professional worlds where people will kind of talk out of both sides to their mouth they'll say oh we don't really care about titles they don't mean much but then they'll entirely judge you on your titles right so um that's something that i've been uh looking to kind of overcome uh since i've spent so much just on the qa side of uh the sdlc but i've been at a leadership level uh client facing managed services building out teams been a hiring manager for uh, over a decade now, Scrum Master Project Manager, and I've been a senior level uh, leader, as you mentioned, a senior director most recently for mobile application development. And so um, I know plenty about uh, cloud technologies and web app technologies, um, but mostly I've kind of specialized in mobile and not only at the app level, but even like at the, the platform and the BSP level as well for embedded systems. So uh, that's kind of a basic overview of me. That's incredible. I mean, you have so much experience in so many different areas. So as you're looking for your next role, what type of role are you looking for? You know, I mean, I just like solving complex problems with cool people. It's kind of like my main my main thing. Um, I really love empowering people. Uh, I've, I've been at the leadership level, not really for um, ego or dominance or anything like that. I'm definitely a servant leader, but it's just, um, that's where I find my strongest value add my strongest, um, just what's so fulfilling to me, you know, is, is working with really kind of cool people and helping to, to coach them into their strengths and to mitigate their weaknesses. Um, so I've just become, uh, very uh, adept at that. And that's what I enjoy doing. And uh, I do like to play to my own strengths as well. So I think that um, there's definitely still a lot of mobile work out there. Um, so anything that's kind of like uh, single lab multi-client um, is probably something that makes a lot of sense. And, um, but I understand like as the architectures continue to change, uh, there's a lot of uh, microservice architecture out there. I've got, I'm, I'm well-versed in all of that as well. So for the most part, it's it's software. I've done machine learning. I know a lot of this, you know, the bleeding edge stuff as well. In fact, I've done quantum computing, not only machine learning, like I did quantum annealing. It's like hardly anybody touches that stuff. Um, so I love those things. I think in my, uh, in my youth, I was a little bit more driven um, by ego and like, oh, I get to touch the cool things. That's very more, uh, that's more interesting. Honestly, the, the longer I've done this, like 
I always, it's not a problem to buy into the mission. I've, I've come upon come things that are probably seemed a little boring potentially and mundane um, from the outside looking in. And once you get in, involved, you're like, oh man, like this is actually complexity that nobody on the outside would ever recognize. And just being side by side with other people kind of making it happen. Um, that's just kind of what I live for. That's awesome. I can hear it in your voice uh, that you're you're really excited. And you said some words that I'm like, mm, I don't know what that is, but that's okay. I know the people in your space know exactly what that is. And you you touched on this next question. And I want to dive into it just a little bit more. So what do you really love about your work? Oh, gosh. I mean, uh, a lot of it, like I said, I mean, the people, but the mission as well. I mean, um, I just like adding value. Uh, I don't know exactly if it's really appropriate to get entirely super philosophical about it. Um, but when we're doing this stuff, like we're, we're helping a customer, but then it's making an enterprise solvent so that um, we have jobs. And as long as, you know, things continue to grow at a, at a reasonable way, then there's kind of a proportional amount of uh, of job growth there. I, I think we see that through, you know, society and stuff. And I'm not going to get into all of that. Obviously, it's not appropriate for this, but just what I see on that is just um, the progressive elaboration of um, just making higher quality life for all of the people around us. Uh, so I hope that doesn't sound too high in the sky, <laughs> but really that's the kind of stuff that, that I love. Like I'm, I, I, I must be purposeful in life and find um, new ways of doing cool things. And I, I like doing it. I don't, I'm, I can be in isolation uh, and focused like myself, but it's kind of better to kind of do it with other people. Cause I, I can just, I'm just so routinely impressed with uh, some of the people out there that I try not to underestimate them. You know, but from time to time, we're like, yeah. wow, oh my gosh, that person is just incredible. I didn't really realize it at first. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, let's dive in a little bit deeper. What type of leadership and cultures help you thrive? Okay, sure. So like, uh, so theory X versus theory Y. I'm not sure if you're familiar with this or even um, yes. Maslow that brought out, you know, the hierarchy of needs. He identified sort of a theory Z uh, management, which I think is entirely synonymous with um, servant leadership. And so that's why I like that put it at the top of my resume. That's what I like to say is like, it's really about empowering people, um, you know, with theory X, it would be nice to be able to say that's never needed in human society anywhere. I think that's not reality. It's incumbent upon me, you know, as a as a manager to understand, you know, yes, I'm here to um, encourage and empathize and some of those things. That's kind of like one of the most some of the most recent, like super strong, trendy things within management. But but the expectation also obviously must be there. Right. Like just kind of like with raising children, you must have love and expectation if you if you're high in both they're going to do great. If you're low in either, it's kind of wonky. If you're low in both, then that's going to be like some of the scariest stuff. Um, and honestly, that's kind of very analogous uh, with with uh, team management and, and, and coaching people up. I would say that one of the, I don't know exactly how unique it is, but because as I said, I had spent so much time um, leading test automation engineers. A lot of people were using these roles as QA engineer, automation engineer, sort of as a stepping stone towards uh, advancing a career into just development or into something else, which is perfectly appropriate. But the reason I bring it up 
you know, is um, they're just not going to, they tend to not have as much tenure in those roles as some of the other roles within the SDLC or anywhere else within the professional world, right? And so I learned early on, and I, some of the stuff that I'm so pleased about is um, really how to build career development tracks. Like, okay, we want to be aware on both sides, like where the, the, the synergy is, you know, the reciprocity within this arrangement and where it's kind of at risk of uh, beginning to deteriorate. And so um, like I, for just, for example, when I built out test automation frameworks, I've looked for ways to align those with uh, the tech stack of the product code as well, right? So we're going to be doing JavaScript because it's a JavaScript front end, whether it's, you know, React or Vue.js or some of these other things. So that's just one example where I'm looking for ways to invest and pour into these people so that I can get the most out of them, right? But I mean, that can always backfire a little bit because my investment is going to be front loaded. And so it's input. I think the most important thing as a leader you know, is clarity, right? You need clarity of vision, you need clarity of um, priorities, cl clarity on what those accountabilities are going to be and how people are going, to, how their performance is going to be assessed. And so I spent a lot of time doing that, you know, and, and so I'll say up front, like, look, you know, I'm pouring into you in such a way that if you um, get out of here in under two years, then it's really probably not going to be worth my while. So, so um, if we can make, you know, this arrangement work, um, for two years and that's gonna be much more of a suitable thing. I hope that kind of uh, speaks to what you're, uh, what you're looking for. Yeah, that's great. Okay. So what problems can you solve for companies? Ah, yeah, well, I mean, there's going to be, yeah, so <laughs> I, honestly, I am motivated and I aspire to all sorts of problems, including, you know, like, market segment, product, misfit, market share, growth, uh, strategy uh, on those sides. Um, I don't need to be the one, I, I've got no pride of, of authorship in those in those domains, um, but it's very important to me as a leader that I understand exactly what, what direction I need to get the troops to row in, so to speak, you know, if we're all on the same boat. And so um, alignment, uh, is a big problem that I can solve. Um, efficiency and productivity and maximizing the return on value, the return on um, all of our efforts is, is another major thing that I'm um, very, very comfortable solving. I've got a pretty strong track record of that, you know, with the typical scaled agile uh, stuff, right? Um, I've, I've been a scrum master. I've done a lot of that stuff. And so I think probably the people who are in the audience probably will understand what I mean by that. And so, um, but I guess the things that I'm kind of most proud of, again, is really kind of like the team management. And it is, is definitely getting the most out of people, but in a way that really finds their purpose and their fulfillment as well. So there's encouragement, but there's a lot of coaching. There's a lot of correction involved and you, know, you have to have those expectations, right? But in my view, um, a lot of that is kind of... Uh, uh, ounce of prevention, so to speak, compared to a pound of cure, uh, because a lot of that, the payoff is just going to be something that you really probably will never see materialize. But when you don't see the drama, when you don't see a heavy amount of attrition and turnover on the team because of people are burnt out or because they're bitter or because they can't get along or they felt like, 
you know, management was not listening or they, they spoke out of both sides of their mouths and, you know, set poor expectations. And now these people are feeling like they're just taken advantage of, you know, those kind of things. That toxicity um, can fester and grow worse and worse over time, right? So when you have the absence of that, it's kind of hard to identify them. like, yeah, okay, all of this effort has, has has paid off, you know, but if you know to look for it, like myself, then I think I can see it. It's just not very measurable. So Wonderful. Thanks for sharing that. So ultimately, as we wrap up, what matters most to you? Oh, <laughs> well, I don't want to spend too much more like a broken record, but I just like looking for ways to add value. I think that, um, you know, there's kind of like the, uh, Steve Jobs versus uh, Jack Welch at VEGE, right? There's that famous thing, like if you're just looking to make money, and this applies to an individual as well as to an organization. If you're just looking to make money to uh, produce value for a, a shareholder, Jack Welch called that the dumbest idea on earth. Um, and so now <laughs> that's officially what it is. But if you are just looking to satisfy a customer, like just everything else, well, I can't say everything else will fall in line, but it really, it, it, there's a lot of alignment there that's very empowering. It gives you the ability to look for um, uh, the other frustrations going on and, and the proper ways to, to, to do those. But I'm just looking to add value. I like, I like taking chaos and, and turning it into order, you know? And so yeah, fantastic. Well, Jacob, thank you so much again for coming on the Hire Me podcast. It was great to learn more about you, your skills, how you'll bring value into your next role. If you are watching or listening, be sure to connect with Jacob through the links in the description below and in the show notes. Make sure you subscribe, follow, and like our content here on the Hire Me podcast, no matter where you're watching or listening, so we can continue elevating more of today's top talents. Take care.